This is The Raw Project, where wisdom and encouragement meet authenticity. Welcome to The Raw Project, real authentic wisdom. And today I'm here with the brains of the operation. This is Harrison, my youngest son. He's the person that thought of The Raw Project. He's the author of it. And um, I'm so thankful that he's here with us today. And we're going to just have a, a discussion about uh, bridging the gap between our generation, um, because I think it's really important that we are bridge builders, that we're people that um, open the way for uh, others to be able to communicate and to listen to one another so that we can grow in love, we can grow in empathy, we can just grow in um, an example of how to be um, a kind individual in this world. And so we want to talk a little bit about that today. So this is episode four, and we're so thankful for all the input and the, um, the emails and the text and the comments. So thank you for that. That's been really encouraging to us. And so episode four is about bridging the gap. It's bridging the gap. And so Harrison, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you started the Raw Project in the first place? Yeah, definitely. So I came up with the idea a few months ago and um, just knowing my mom, obviously my whole life, uh, how much of an influence she's been to other people um, in various walks of life, you know, giving them encouragement as well as being that person that really champions them throughout any circumstance they may find themselves in. And I recognize this for as long as I can remember. Um, and I wanted to give my mom the opportunity to broadcast her voice to even more uh, diverse audience, a larger audience. Uh, people my age, um, you know, we're a, a specific group that has gone through a lot uh, through society to this point. And I know her words uh, and her encouragement exudes wisdom to a lot of people and I thought the stories that she shared to this point that she'll continue to share can help you along the way and so um, that was that was the idea behind the project as well as as she just mentioned bridging the gap between different uh, generations you know um, there's a lot of you know back and forth between uh, different generations it's my way or the highway and so we want to uh, demonstrate that you know myself and my mom from different generations that we can come together and, and connect and listen to uh, each other's problems and help when uh, when when we see fit and so that was the idea behind the project and um, so far we just want to say thank you for for all your support so didn't you feel kind of weird like saying okay i'm going to promote my mom you know i want i want my mom to be a person to talk to my friends and you know you're 26 and what have you and you wanted uh your mom to do that didn't you feel like uh gosh this is weird or what people might think about me um or my friends might think did you did you struggle with that at all I did for a little bit, um, and then I, I started to think about times in my life where I made a bad impression or did something foolish or stupid, and while I'm 
you know, making that decision, I'm not thinking about how other people are thinking about me within <laughs> that moment. And I know I'm leaving a negative impact on people with, with my decisions. And so uh, once I kind of got past that mental block of, you know, what happens if, you know, the girl that I like finds out I'm doing this or my friends, they don't approve because of whatever reason. Um, I just thought that my mom has a positive message to share. And if we can help one person along the way with them just feeling confident and sharing their story or uh, learning how to listen to others' prob other people's problems, then I feel like it would be a positive uh, project and a positive outcome. And so I really just had to com compartmentalize between is it really important what other people think about what I'm doing? You know, regardless of what you do, um, you know, if you, if you do something positive or you do something negative, someone's gonna have something to say about <laughs> it. So um, I was able to get over that hump uh, rather quickly and, you know, just figure that, you know, this will have a positive effect on a lot of people. Yeah, so, and that's something that every generation struggles right. with. Uh, we care about what people think. I think sometimes way too much. Yeah. And that stops us from doing, you know, things like this or other things that we may be called to do. It can stop us. And so I think that that's something that can help us in the generations. If we encourage one another um, to do things, to step out and to do things and not really care what people say about us or what people uh, may think about it. Because like you said, everybody's gonna think something. Yeah. Everybody's gonna have some thought about it. So I'm really glad that, um, you know, even you and I working together so far, right. <laughs> you know, helped you over that hump. So that's, yeah. that's really good. So um, I was thinking about like the issues, you know, um, between our generations. I'm, I'm a Generation X, Harrison's a millennial, and um, you know the 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 gap is large, and I think it's it's large because um, a lot of times people in my generation will say, you know, what you guys are going through is not that big a deal. Um, you guys have everything given to you. We didn't have anything given to us, and um, and I think that there's just a big disconnect. So what? types of issues or even when you hear people like my age say that to you you know how do you feel and what type of issues um are you guys facing as a generation that that maybe we could help with yeah definitely i think something that you said is very important that we've been giving every everything and to an extent that's true you know we have social media um, you know, we know exactly where we're going when we're driving, we don't have to use a map or uh, we have a lot more resources uh, to our fingertips and um, I think it's a gift and a curse. You know, yes. Social media, you know, there's a expectancy that you're supposed to look a certain way or you're supposed to drive a certain car or you're supposed to live a, a specific lifestyle to, you know, impress a lot of people. Um, I think what uh, is important for different um, generations to come together on is, you know, listening to each other's story. Yes. Everybody's going through something, whether it's, you know, very small or if it's very big. And if you can actually put your pride aside and, you know, 
not start with, well, we had this to deal with when I was your age. Really listen, you know, we deal with a lot of mental health and, you know, that conversation is, you know, it's sensitive to a lot of people because, you know, if you share that you struggle with X, Y, and Z, um, you might be frowned upon because you're showing that you have a, a vulnerable side and that's, that's not okay. You know, a lot of people um, suffer at uh, the hands of, of, of mental health and we need to put, you know, our arms around uh, those people that struggle on the day in and the day out and you may, you may have no idea what they're going through. And so I think when you start to listen and you really listen to what the people that you're talking to are, are saying about you know, themselves, just about how they describe their day, uh, that should really give you some insight on how you can help showing empathy. The last couple of years within the country have been as chaotic as it's ever been. Um, an example of that is you know, the George Floyd uh, murder and a lot of people's responses were, well, if he wasn't doing this with his life, that shouldn't be your response. You know, that's, a, a, that's someone's son, that's someone's father. And, and um, people think that if they're not directly impacted, then it, it doesn't really matter. Right. And so when you really put yourself in someone else's shoes and you do that by listening to their story, then I think that gives you uh, a different point of view on how you can connect. And so listening is what I would say for different generations. Yeah. So, and, and I agree. I think, you know, listening is a skill that's lost. Yes. It's a lost skill. I think we just, we listen, um, everything is an instantaneous and we just listen, uh, to gather the information that we think we need. Yeah. And, and then we're on to the next thing or we're so, um, stimulated by social media or TV or music or whatever, that our attention spans are so short yeah. that we can't really actually listen for more than five minutes before our mind is drifting off, exactly. you know? And so then how can we talk to people? How can we, you know, empathize if we can't even listen to them? And so I, I agree. I think that that's something that my generation uh, can do to um, help your generation is is that we can listen because there's a lot of there's a lot of what you're saying about the mental health health issues and um, those types of things that we don't even understand that is happening to you right. that's happening to your generation and so because we don't understand it we just think that they're being lazy or right. they're flaking they're flaking up or they're snowflakes or you know, we have all these words that we say, yeah. you know, and really what we're doing is that we're causing you guys to feel uh, less than or we're devaluing you. Yeah. Right. And so I, I feel like that's something that we have to we have to work on to be able, um, you know, to bridge the gap. And that's what we hope that the raw project does. Yeah. I mean, we really do. We hope that the raw project can bridge the gap, you know, um, between, between the generations. So communication, communication is such a big thing. And so how does your, um, generation, how can we communicate to you? How, how would you like us to say things to you? Like when you, when you need help, 
I mean, how does that conversation go? You know, if you need help with something, how, how should I uh, approach you? Obviously not like you need to do this or you should do that, but how can I do that better? Or how can the people that are watching, you know, how can they communicate better with your generation if they're in mine? Yeah, well, for one, I'd say pick up the phone. If you're not uh, in proximity, you know, probably don't text somebody, you know. I, I would, you know, pick up the phone and, and mm. speak with them. Um, you know, text messages can always get thrown, you know, out of sorts or if you leave out an exclamation period, you know, yeah. exclamation point, then, you know, it can be taken, you know, out of context. So I think, um, you know, getting on the phone, then if you're you know within proximity, like go see them, go go see them, and and be genuine. And I think the way that you can do that is um, having a, an authentic approach, uh, approach, and uh, consistently checking up on somebody. You know, don't do it just because you know we're telling you to do it or someone told you to do it. Um, I think if you know if your if your mom was was going through. Um, some type of you know sickness or disease you'd be on the phone with her you'd be right by her side you know every single day and i think you know taking that approach with you know the friend that doesn't have many friends um mm. and you know showing that you care um and i think it goes back to you know what people think and, and i wouldn't i wouldn't you know harp on that too much you know um everybody needs someone and i think when you can just reach across, you know, the aisle and show that you care, whether that's with your time, whether that's, you know, with your words, whether that's, you know, uh, through your actions. Um, I think that's a good way to start and, um, you know, just being consistent with your communication and, you know, paying attention to what they're saying, you know, don't ask the same question every time if they already told you the answer, <laughs> right? You know, paying attention to what they're saying what they're going through uh, is something that I would, you know, really look forward in uh, if, if I was going through something. Yeah, so you're saying, you're actually saying that my generation ought to pick up the phone and call you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you'll answer? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes. that's great. And so that, and, and, and we can text, but that shouldn't be the first thing that we do. Right. Is that what you're saying? We shouldn't do that first. Yeah, um, just because, you know, as I mentioned, text messages um, can be, you know, taken out of context, uh, depending on how they're worded, and, you know, getting on the phone, and, you know, it's like, it's it's the substitute of meeting with somebody, uh, in my opinion, and mm -hmm. so, you know, having that face-to-face -face conversation, that's, that's what, um, I think that's, you know, the most important thing, if you have an iPhone, you know, hop on the FaceTime, you know, with somebody, yes. And so I think really just making yourself as available as possible um, is, is huge. And um, it, it, means, it means a lot um, for, for a lot of people. Yeah. And so, you know, that's one of the things that I think, you know, we need to know how to step um, onto the bridge of communication. And so that's really good, Harrison. You're giving us some ideas of how we can do that you know um the people that are in generation x my age that are that have millennial children or i you know i have millennial friends and so 
just being able to be present and yeah. and talk to them and call them and listen yeah. to them have coffee you yeah. know like you said if you know hang out go to go to their house go and see them and these are things that we think that you guys don't want so th right. that, that's gotten in our mind somehow that we think that you guys don't want us to do that and here you're saying that you do that you do want us to do that but you want us to do it in a way that we're coming with authenticity and we're actually paying attention to what you're saying and we're not asking the same questions if we know the answers but we're trying to you know see how you're doing and whatever and i think that that's a huge thing for mental health yes. is to see how people are doing like really asking yes and yes. really paying attention yes. right yes and so i think that's i think that's awesome you know how how that is and so you know as we're as we are working together as we're working together on this project what would you like to see happen i mean what's like the the goal what would you like to see i know that you said earlier that if it helps one person you know and um but i know you <laughs> i know that you have you have you have big big goals and big dreams and what have you, what would you like to see uh, the RAW project grow into? What would you like to see? Yeah, I, I definitely want to see it um, be a, you know, a resource or uh, an avenue for, for people from all walks of life. It doesn't matter if it's just you know, two specific generations. It doesn't matter what age you are, um, that there are people that care about you at the end of the day. Um, you know, we're, I think we're, we're told by society to, you know, value, you know, certain things. And I think we need to value, you know, each other and, and the time that we have with each other. And, um, there's a lot of different, um, distractions that we have that can easily distance us or isolate us. Um, COVID's not a distraction, but that was a major event that isolated us without us having a choice. And I feel like that created uh, habits and routines where, like, okay, I, I've spent this much time with myself, then I'm just gonna continue to do it. And this is gonna be my lifestyle. And you know, I believe that we're designed to be around people and yes. with people. And so um, just being able to you know, you know, connect and, um, you know, and just let you know that you know, we really care about what you're going through feel like you don't have a voice like we're, we're here for you and you know we want this to you know be as authentic for you as possible and you know we're, we're serious when we ask if you will reach out to us like we, we want to get to know you and we want to know your story and, and show that regardless of what you're going through you have you know two people that are going to support you along the way in life yeah and so that's really great and I know I know Harrison, you had told me once a story, you know, just of a situation with with somebody that you knew and and they didn't necessarily have anybody to talk to about what they were going through. They were going through a very difficult relationship situation and they didn't have anybody to talk to and whatever. And you just happened to be there, you know, at a time when they needed somebody. And so that's what we hope. That's what we want to see, you know, and so that's why we ask for your stories. That's why we ask for 
you know, you to um, email us and whatever, because we are serious about this. We're serious right. about wanting to help and we're serious about bridging this gap because I realized that I have something, or Harrison helped me see, that I have something that his generation needs. And I think I've always known that they have something that I need. They have something that I need. It says, you know, being around young people keeps you young. Well, I'm not so concerned about staying young, but I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about their wisdom in going through things that I don't even understand yet or that I haven't been through that I can learn from them and that they can learn from us. So I hope you enjoyed uh, episode four. Please reach out to us like we said, and you know what? We care about you. We really do. I know this is a funny medium, you know, us sitting behind a, a phone camera, <laughs> whatever. It's a funny medium, but when we say that we care, we mean that. Yeah. We care. And so have a great day and we'll see you next time.